to go again hey good morning good morning welcome to another great lts show i am your host as always uh bodkins uh man top of the morning sunday morning here we go uh we got uh we're gonna wrap up this week talk a little bit of sports uh you know some signings here and there some non-signings possible trades uh nba nfl god knows what um but uh you know, let's bring in the guys. Let's get this party rolling. Let's start off the morning. Uh, I'm a little, I drank a little bit too much with the guys on Just Fans last night, uh, Carlos and Rio. So if you missed that show, please check it out. I love those guys to death. Uh, we spent a whole hour and we didn't really even talk much sports. So it was just a lot of uh, me and Rio uh, pounding. Uh, I was drinking whiskey and he was pounding beers. So a lot of fun. But another guy who's a little bit more hungover was live at the Reds Brewers game. Uh Checking it in. He's not even a fan of either team, uh, but our guy Sam, Mr. First Down. We're going to have a nice, quiet show today. Even in the comments, <laughs> no exclamation points in the comments, okay? Oh, oh God. Hello, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, uh, how was the game? What What did I say, Arrowhead News Sport and Rumor Sports? You can't put an exclamation point. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I, it was good. It was good. Baseball is always fun live or whatnot. I, I was sad for the uh, the Reds fans. It was a packed stadium, and they just stayed flat the whole game and couldn't get anything going. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was fun to do. Always so, fun to watch the baseball. Um, I mean, you know, how was Ella Dela Cruz on the mound? Uh, well, I can tell you that the open got started getting blind by the end of the game. They were putting eye drops in the uh, uh, ump's eyes uh about the fifth inning but there were there were some questionable uh strikeout calls i, I was asking how ella Dela cruz was pitching last night since you thought he was a pitcher oh going pitching into- yeah sorry yeah oh no yeah no that was my bad <laughs> you're, you're so drunk you don't you're still drunk sam uh, no I, unfortunately <laughs> i need to get drunk again soon <laughs> These these long-winded questions you have, they're just... You know, long-winded questions? I just asked how Ella Dela Cruz was pitching because you thought he was a pitcher going to the game. You tweeted it, and I said, hey, bud. I know. Dela Cruz I know. doesn't pitch. I just didn't want... I didn't want you going to the game looking for Dela Cruz on the mound, and you're like, oh, Dela Cruz is pitching good, and some, some guy's like, what the hell are you talking about? I was try- I was trying to be a friend, Sam, and save you. No, I know. You, 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 you did a good job. I had to edit it on Facebook, too, but somebody already was like, Sam, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, huh? I, I really thought he was a pitcher for some whatever reason. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I, I Hey, I mean, they love that guy there. That place erupts. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you, yeah. you, when you haven't had nobody to cheer for since King Griffey Jr., uh, you, you're going to love the first guy that's really good. I mean, they do have uh, Joey Votto, so I can't really say a whole lot. But Dela Cruz got a little bit more flair than Votto. Uh, speaking yeah. of drunk, let's go ahead and bring in our super producer, uh, Tanner D. What's up? What's up, Airhead News and Rumor? Go Chiefs. Hey, Sam. Uh, Sam. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it going, baby. Tanner, uh, I mean, you, you uh, should have told your brother, hey, if you see an ugly uh, ginger guy in the crowd, uh, just throw a beer at him, you know, because, uh, you I, know. I just told him, I, I just told my brother to, hey, avoid the guy with redhead beard because he locks people in his basement. So <laughs> don't go near him. You might be in Cincy. But he'll still get you somehow. Have you heard from your brother to make sure he's not in Sam's basement? Actually, I have not. I have not texted him. (laughs) I have. 
do I have a portable basement that I just walk around with? <laughs> you know what? You're in the basement. Get you it. might throw him in the trunk and say, well, can't hit Nick's game. So gotcha. <laughs> shove, him, shove him in the back of my uh, brother-in-law's F-250. Really tied him, tied him down. Tie, tie yeah, him down. Uh, by the way, the bungee cord. By the way, Nick, you, you're saying you guys were, you know, chugging beers and whiskeys and all that last night. I've been with you. It doesn't take much to get you. Rattled, so, you <laughs> True know. that. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm taking that. I'm not taking that with, yeah. with very much. I don't uh, drink like that. I told. I told I you. you that, I, I don't, you don't drink like that no more. I don't, man. I just yeah. don't. Do, I, I twenty year old me could go rounds for people, but uh, I, I mean nowadays I just I don't drink like that anymore. Right. I don't know if you guys Light, remember. Is the best. Is the best life. Right. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> on the buffoon Bakins, I I premiered my uh, uh, beer me deal or whatever it is. The little beer or the cocktail thing with the glasses and everything like that did a short and tiktok uh had my first rum breeze off of it uh, Ooh, that sounds tasty oh man it was it was delicious of course i put the strong setting on right because that's the only way to go but it was very tasty very great i got a tequila sunrise package as well here that i gotta pop in at some point so but i'm, tr- I'm starting to i'm starting to branch out of my old fashions and stuff so now i'm really branching out on this machine so Excited to see what else comes up. Uh, I'm excited to bring it. Let's go ahead and bring our own Hall of Famer in here. A guy who's at the Scott Fishbowl doing his live draft. Uh, none other than Scott Cope. <laughs> Scott's dying already. He can't even talk anymore. Scott, Sam, don't, let me, don't let Nick push you. <laughs> right, look, right, right now, a toddler can push me around, okay? It's not like- <laughs> There's nothing for you here. Eventually, the, it's like when a bear attacks, right? Just play dead. Eventually, they'll leave you alone. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How you doing? Scott, how was the, how was the uh, fishbowl yesterday? Um, how it, was the draft? It was really good. Last year, they put us in a room that only you could pack sardines in. It was so small that you had 48 people in a room. You couldn't even move this year. They put us in the the quote unquote VIP rooms, so that was be- much much better. Nice. More room, more you know, more getting up and being able to walk around and, and talk to other people and stuff. Draft nice. was good. My Did you get your back, guy? I got Mahomes in the first round, which it, at one wow. one, which was really good. One, I got, uh, what wait I got, what 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 pick? Scott Fishbowl. I know, I know. What when did you get him? First round. One one. First pick. First overall, yeah, because it's a super flex with quarter two quarterbacks, oh, and the scoring God, system is bad. skewed toward quarterbacks and yeah. and, uh, and wide I, receivers. So. I totally forgot it was a super flex. That's why. My yeah. Bad. So uh, in the second round, three picks before me was Austin Eckler, Bijan, and Diggs, and the guy, the second guy, took Josh Allen. So I'm figuring he's going to take Diggs. I'm going to get Bijan. Third guy took Eckler. Second guy took Bijan. I ended up with Diggs. I really rather had Bijan in that situation, but it is what it is. Uh, he didn't. He wasn't buying into the hookups and stuff like that, and the, you know, Allen to Diggs stuff where you get extra points on it. So he wasn't buying into that. That's why he took Bijan. So, but it was a good draft. It was a good draft, and we're through nineteen rounds right now. So I got three rounds left. So and and Sam, uh, I mean uh, Scott, who we uh, who we bet? Uh, you can at the parting uh, gifts dots uh, just give out your okay. bets. Day. We'll just sure. do that. Uh, sure. We were kind of having a conversation 
uh, off air before we went on, and Tanner said, save this for the show. So we'll just kind of open up the, the show with it because Sam said uh, baseball is uh, great live. And I said, every I feel like to me every sporting event's better live. Uh, I've been to like hockey. I've been to baseball, basketball, football, like – to me, it's it's better live. I will say, to me though, Tanner, and we've talked about this before. The draft I thought is better on TV just because you can hear more things Correct. and Correct. Uh, and things like that. But, uh, but I, the issue with the live draft, I mean, it was I don't get me wrong, it was a cool experience. They had really cool things going around, but the lines are all super long to do it in any events. Uh, so and you can't even go through the middle part where they had like the little like Hall of Fame stuff and everything else because that's super long too. And then you get into the draft area. Stage is cool. I mean, it was it was the biggest stage they've ever had uh, in the NFL draft, which was awesome. We didn't know we could go down another level uh, until that next day, and Nick was gone. So we found out that out, which was cool. Got a little closer, but you still couldn't see crap uh, from the uh, down level because the stage was so big. It still made them look like ants up there. So, uh, but I, the biggest complaint of the live draft for myself and Mike, um, you know, was. And I think you too, Nick, at, that, you you know, you were a part of. So, but it was, there was no big board. There was no explanations of the picks. There was no highlights of the guy on, like they had TVs in the lawn and everything like that. Yet you would like screen. So you would expect like something, right? A big board list, something like that. They had all the analysts there and there was nothing. It was just, here you go. Find out your details with your minimal cell service that you can. Yeah, Hope it comes through and good luck. Have fun with the band. The band was awesome. At the same time, it needs to come back. To I wanted back some more. Nashville. I wanted some more. Uh, you know, no info. Like I, I expected a football event, not a, not a concert event. Yeah. yeah. Plus, Nick, didn't you say you were two picks ahead of what they were ahead of on stage too? Yeah, I was yeah. getting yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another that's thing. Oh, it's so slow. It, they just ta- they just tailor it toward TV and TV's like okay you can go on now basically yeah so he yeah. goes on and well, it's, yeah and NBA is the same way when we did our NBA right. draft here the special for the first round oh that yeah. was, it was, that it was, was like they held up at two spots it held up for ten to fifteen minutes yeah. and it's like yeah what in the world is going on like what are we doing so I I think obviously TV has affected this draft experience way more than honestly it probably should yeah sam you uh you said that you went to a golf golf outing that was about the only one you didn't like yeah it was standing it was hot you're i walk around you can't make a lot of noise you know and what did you uh, think you were going to in a golf outing sam you're just going to be able to wear your boas and uh you know scream go titans at the golf outing curious nothing 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 like that. I, I'm just not wild about like authority saying, "Hey, everybody, be quiet. No cell phones." Or anything. Oh, I know. You I know, hate that. It, too. It's just kind of like, oh my gosh, you know. And uh, you know, I'm trying to see over people's shoulders the whole time. I don't have a seat, and you have to walk to the next hole. You know, it it, it was uh, not as pleasurable. It, I saw some good hits, but like, gosh, this was intense. I can't even remember who was playing, but. Uh, yeah, and walking from hole to hole was just meh. Not for me, man. Not for me. Give me a seat. Give me a dog and a beer. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Plus, and it seems the like there's a lot of crowd here. Yeah. The in-laws are the in-laws are circling me right now. I'm a little afraid. 
<laughs> yeah, and it seems like there's a lot of downtime time if you go to a live golf event because the guys mm-hmm. are walking after they hit a shot and and they're waiting yeah. for the next guy to hit a shot. And it's just it just seems like it gets a whole lot boring unless you're on the 17th or 18th hole when when all the guys are starting to come up. Other than that, it's yeah. probably it's boring as anything. So yeah, like it's a, a nice uh, a nice like giant feast for everybody. And like near the clubhouse, and everything like that. that was cool. But like then it was like, all right, let's do this. And I'm like, yeah, like walking down the hole or whatnot. And then I was like, we're just gonna stand here until people are done and walk to the next hole. Okay, like you know, that was it. See, so I, yeah, give me a dog and a beer. My my one I could care less about was it was NASCAR week here in KC. I don't know, like five years ago, and we went to the Friday night truck race. Essentially, is what it was, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were there. It was a cool experience to start, but like between the 20 lap and the 40th lap, it was like a wreck every, like not even a lap, like almost lap and a half of, yeah, of just wrecks. Out. And it was like 10 o'clock at night and we weren't, we weren't even halfway done. And I was, I looked at my oh, brother and I go, yeah, I got to work in the morning, dude. Cause it was like, it was I was still working at I think Target or something like that. So I was like, I, I got to work in the morning. We we got to go. And he looked at me. He goes, I'm right right behind you. Let's roll. <laughs> like yeah, I think NASCAR cool. like, boring. racing is good if you're like in the pit area. You know what I mean? Like if you're in the right. pit, like, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like if you're in that area. Other than that, like I'm not a big on like let's go to the race, sit there and watch cars go. You know, take five thousand right. like in a circle like. Yeah, I, I, in the heat, or you know, I'm just I'd rather not. But I if mean, I was in the, nice, in, in the pit, is real fun, you know. Like that's the you know a little different, because uh, then you're kind of get to move around. You you're you're doing a little bit more stuff. Uh, I mean, you you're gonna get boozed up at the NASCAR races for sure. Like, and they let you. I think NASCAR lets you bring in your own cooler. Correct, uh, correct. You so, can bring your own coolers yeah. and everything like that. So yeah, so I mean, they're they're one of that. That's like the only sporting event like. They they encourage you to drink, so you know what I mean. Like I feel like you got to be drunk uh, if you're going to sit there all day uh, watching watching <laughs> right. cars go. So it'd be the only enjoyable thing at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Scott, you ever went to a, a um like a sporting event where you're like, man, this is not this is a what I went what I wanted. Yeah, we had the um, we have a golf event every other year here in. in- Norton, Massachusetts. It's it's the big Labor Day weekend golf tournament, and uh, I it's just not it's not even fun. It's like it's like you you watch a shot and then it's like ten minutes later you, you see another shot. It's just it's so boring. I'd re- give me give me a baseball event, give me a basketball, yeah. hockey, give me the four major sports. I mean you know right. they used yeah. to have tennis here, and I was thinking of going to that, and then I'd watch it on TV. It's like okay, you hit one shot, you watch the guys hit it back and forth. For five minutes and then it's an incident. Unless you're going to be like tennis or golf, like unless you're going like tennis, like if you're going to like the US Open, Wimbledon, like those special events, sign me up. Like that's like, you know what I mean? Like not very many people like golf, like sign me up. I'll, you know, I'll go to the Masters. I don't think they let my kind into the Masters, just I'm a little uh, rowdy, you know, so. but hey, uh, look, if, they, if they let me yeah. into a golf event, they should let Nick into it. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you didn't go to the Masters, though, Sam. That's what I'm no, saying. The Masters no, got special no. rules. Like, the, you can't even take your cell phone in, I don't think, at all. Like, they no. make you uh, lock it up and everything else. Like, uh, they, it's really – they're, like, very strict on things. Yeah. Um, 
I would go the the one golf event I would like to go to is the one in Lake Tahoe that's going on with all the celebrities. You, oh, yeah, yeah. So the oh, like yeah. you watch you watch that on TV and uh, you know following Pat on uh, Twitter and stuff. Like there's guys like chugging beers and well, like that. I think is a little bit more partyish. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So one of the radio guys here. Uh, who does great work, Stephen St. John, one of my favorite. Like That's the guy I listen to if I have to listen to sports radio. He's the guy. He got to interview – He had, I follow him on Facebook. So he got to interview Canelo, Roger Clemens, Brian Erlacher. Like the list goes on and on. And this is a guy that, you know, he, he talks about Canelo all the time. So seeing a guy who's been in the industry so long, finally get to interview the guy he's – you know, he basically looks up to. At this point, even though he's older, like he loves Canelo and he's a former boxer too. That's why he loves Canelo so much. But like being able to hear him and talk with him, you know, just that passion and emotion, like it's just inspiring for any of us. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Go to event at the Masters, you just said it, Nick. The past three contest on the day before the tournament starts. That seems like that's a whole heck of a lot of fun. To that's a, yeah. So, so my buddy, uh, is that's in Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah, so, so, so my buddy, my buddy, I we go drinking with here at Limitless. Uh, he got he had to go, uh, to that, and he yeah. he went to the to the day before, right, for the par three contest and everything like that. He said it was awesome. You know, they so you can buy merchandise and then they, sh- they you can ship it out to your place in the same like in the same wow. spot, so you don't have to nice. carry it around That's with cool. you. That's you just cool. pay a little bit, box it up, and send it to your house, so you don't have to carry it around or anything. So you got that going on, and then he also said. After, you know, they do their practice and everything, you're able to stick around and you're able to actually walk on the course uh, without any supervision. So you can actually walk on the course as yeah. like control or whatever you want to do and check it out. Like, I thought that was kind of cool, too, because a lot of places yeah. you, you would think like, I'm, you know, you want to keep your integrity. Like baseball doesn't let you walk on the freaking field or don't right. even let you sniff the dirt. Yeah. Uh, that point right football kind of the same way just because it is so you know they want to keep it so precious you would think golf would be the same way especially the masters no they're like hey come on come on out check it out after everybody's done you can you know take pictures do whatever you want like i heard so the day of it's a lot more strict like sam was talking about but the day before the two days before a lot more lenient and also a lot more uh enjoyable I guess you could yeah. say that, so which is yeah. the right, maybe the way to do it. Well, I like I like going to fights live because uh, I went to the UFC in Kansas City uh, back in April, and man, yeah. like it was it, it was fun. I've been to boxing events live, like because you can hear just the hear it, you know what I mean, like and everything like that. So like those are, I, I enjoy those uh, those events. Uh, let me ask you guys, Scott. This is uh, let's uh, shift topics here for a second. Uh, Quinn Williams gets the bag, Scott. Uh, I mean, this is your division. Uh, you got a lot of money. The Jets uh, get the deal done. What's your thoughts on Quinn Williams? And this is the first time a Jets uh, player who's been drafted in the first round gets his second contract. Uh, last person to do that uh, was Mo, Mo Wilkerson. Uh, you know, so from – huh? Muhammad Wilkerson. Yeah. 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 Uh, from 2012 to 2018 – uh, a Jets first round pick hasn't got a second uh, second contract, and then you wonder why they stink. I, I think the Jets the Jets value Williams a whole heck of a lot, which they should. He's he's basically their their line on defense. 
Um, if you notice, the NFL is now starting to go toward paying defensive tackles and defensive rushers, edge rushers, like they are. So this is, this is no surprise that he got the bag, so to speak. Um, I just think he makes the Jets' defense a whole heck of a lot better. When he's out, they can't get to the quarterback. They're very, very average. When he's on the field with that secondary now, they're going to be a, a defense that you're not even going to want to play. You know, come come late in the season and into the playoffs. So they should have paid him. They paid him. So now he's now he's there for the long term, so to speak. And and I think the Jets' defense is going to be absolutely a monster this year. Nobody's going to want to play them. Buffalo's yeah. going to be significant problems opening night against them. So I, I watched him against the Packers uh, when they came to Green Bay, and he had, he destroyed us. I mean, he was yeah. just a, a force to be reckoned with. Tanner, I thought he he that was his last year was his big year. Uh, kind of came out. Sometimes it takes uh, you know, especially D tackles and uh, some time to develop. And man, he looked like a monster last year. And, and they got now they got they can build that defense around him and Sauce Gardner. Right, they can finally put the pieces together. Now, what does this mean for the state of the franchise? Right, that was our first signing since 2012. What does this mean now for the future players that are with the Jets? Your Garrett Wilsons, your Brees Halls, your Sauce Gardner. This means yeah. there's an opportunity for those guys to stay a Jet. And that's the most important thing. Jamal Adams, we all yeah. thought, would have been the guy to be able to resign. Gone, right? Traded. And that was other reasons, too. Uh, what's the other safety that ended up going to the Saints and now is out of the league, essentially? Gone, right? So now there's... This is the biggest thing for a winning franchise, a winning team to start putting together. Keep your guys, keep your talent that's drafted. Look at the Chiefs here, right? They kept, they retained talent uh, essentially, you know, for two, th- two, three years, and then they would reset, but they would also keep their core Chris Jones, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and now that offensive line, that core of Trey Smith, Creed Humphrey, Joe Tooney. Uh, I think all will be retained as we go. So it's, it's huge. Like, for a Chiefs team that kept a bunch of crappy players uh, in the 2000s, like leading up to Andy Reid, having, having talent like a Quentin, Quentin Williams there, Quentin Williams is it's massive start and a massive start to this Jets franchise in the state of it. So it's massive. Yeah, I mean and they what, have. A, and what I'd say, I'll ask Nick Tanner and then and then Sam. Does this make Salah's seat even more hotter? Making the they have to make the playoffs oh, now. No, you I I think it I think it's I think it's still very cool. I think I think he's sitting just fine because it, now now you're buying into, you know, you're buying into Salah, because uh, Salah's the one who's motivating these guys of playing well. Yeah. You had it. Yeah. You had a great opportunity last year. You, you were missing a freaking quarterback essentially, uh, right. from going to the playoffs and you know taking over the Bills part here, and the Dolphins. Right, you were in the mix. So Salah, like, there's no reason why his seat should be hot. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't even be warm. It should be nice to chill in a summer day, sitting on the butt. So. If they don't make the playoffs, so it, it's going to get real hot. They've went all in. Yeah, so it'll, it'll, it'll get warm. real hot. I, I think you're. I think you're getting it'll, it'll definitely turn warm. Right. Well, I think it's hot. you guys. But, they went all in. They made the trade for Aaron. Like they were. You just that, said they were a quarterback year away. after year. Other places, right? The Bills. The Bills should be hot. Uh, what's you know what's his face? Nah, nah. Yeah, he should be hot. You go in it, you go get digs. You have a great defense. You have the best defense in the league, and you lose to the Chiefs in 13 seconds. Like, what are we doing? What oh, like yeah. you, you can't? It's the same same expectations. If you want a winning franchise expectation, you got to be hot. You your seats got to be hot somewhere. 
Like that's yeah. that's the thing. Sam, you kind of said the Titans are going through a similar thing where their GM, they're now yeah. fired GM. Oh, uh, you one. know, uh, <laughs> did it? You know, none of those guys are getting re-signed. No, none. Of, uh, Jeffrey Simmons is the only one that got re-signed from whoever he drafted. So that, that should show you a lot about how things are going. I mean, even the draft that they had two picks, uh, Corey Davis and Dory Jackson both left as soon as their contracts were up. You know, it, it, it was it's a nasty time. Uh, it, now we get to sit here and see what Rang Carthon is going to do. So, you know, now everybody is all about DeAndre Hopkins and blah, blah, blah. But like like you said, and rightfully so, uh, that the Chiefs are coming knocking. And that and that changed the money line on the whole thing. You know, the championship is there if he wants it. So, there, there you go. We're here. And, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to watch you drink mayo and, and coffee, Sam. I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> if, the, if, the Titans, if the Titans make the playoffs, I will drink mayo and coffee because I don't. No, and if D Hop gets a thousand yards receiving, you're drinking mayo and coffee. I can't. Oh, wait. is that is that is it the double punishment? Oh man, what if they both happen? See you week oh, six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, is this Derek Henry's last year in Tennessee? Does, do we all think Derek? Yeah, Henry's this is him and Ta- this is him and Tannehill's swan song. Yeah. So this this is it right here. Uh, I think you know you've got uh, Rabel and Carthon kind of in lockstep as far as like the future of this team. They didn't renegotiate their contract. This this is their swan song. Yeah, I mean Derek Henry. They are. Uh, I think uh, Bert. Uh, maybe one of the players I was listening to a podcast. Maybe was there. What's their safety, Sam? What's his name? Kevin Byard, Kevin Byard. Yeah, they asked him to take. Uh, they asked him to take a pay cut. And he said, "No thanks." And you yeah, know, not happening. Yeah, I mean, right? I wouldn't either. And he didn't get cut, so they they value him pretty well. So uh, I think they did kind of. They didn't really rework uh, Derrick Henry's deal either. But a guy whose deal did get reworked is uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, Joe mm-hmm. Mixon takes the pay cut. You know, smart on Joe because he knew he was going to get cut if he didn't. And he's looking around the running back, uh, right? There's still there's still Kareem Hunt's free agent, Zeke's a free agent, Dalvin Cook's still a free agent. Like he's looking around, saying, "Man, I, this money right here that if I restructure, that might be the best deal I get because the running back market is all dried up. Yeah. Nobody nobody's giving out money to running backs, so I'm gonna take the money because this might be the best money I get." Because if I get cut, I'm probably going to have to play for league minimum someplace else, and it may not be on a good team. I'll get what I can get. Uh, there's it's incentive based, and I'm I still get to play with Joey Burrow and still get a chance to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Tanner, what's your thoughts on Joe Mixon sticking around in Cincy? Smartest good transition, by the way, Nick. That was a beautiful. Transition. Hey, I'm pretty good at this hosting. Like today, I like that. Yeah. Uh, s- smartest yeah. move that Joey Mixon can make, right? And and it hurts Hunt. It hurts Elliott on their, their free agency, Mark, because Bengals were a target at some point, uh, depending on what happened with Joe Joe there. So, uh, you know, staying with a contender, chance to go win something. Like, that's that's the move you have to make where you're at in your career right now. And you, you had a pretty decent season last year coming off a great season. So, you know, be able to retain that, you know, stay in the offensive structure that you're familiar with, stay within a quarterback that you're really familiar with, right? And and just stay with a winning team and yet help the team out too with that restructure. So I, I think it's a great move. I think that's such a, a smart move, especially since, like you said, the free agency has not been friendly to these big-name running backs at the moment. 
Yeah, uh, Scott, I mean, Eckler even said he doesn't like the the market uh, of uh, running backs, but Eckler, you got to understand, like, that's the way of the world right now. Yeah, yeah. there's another guy, Saquon Barkley. If he doesn't agree to a deal, he's talking about sitting out week one. So, yeah. you know, because he doesn't want to play in the franchise. So these guys don't want to play on the franchise. They want to be locked up long-term, and I don't blame them at all because out of all the positions in the NFL, offensive positions, running back is the one that, that has a short shelf life for everybody. So if Mixon doesn't re rework his deal, I think Cincinnati just says, see you later. We'll just go with well, the yeah. young guy. And he's going to be sitting out. Yeah, you're going to go with uh, yeah. uh, Evans, uh, your, your rookie backup, right? Right. And that'd be yeah. your guy. Like they're yeah. not going to spend. They they got too much money in the wide receivers right now to be yeah. able in in the line in the line opposite of line to be able to go out and justify paying a running back ten plus mil. Yeah, and the other thing is you signed Burrow to a long deal. Higgins is going to be coming up in the next year or two. This Chase year, I think. Higgins is this year. Pay them double figure money to keep them in Cincinnati, and Cincinnati's never done that before with their skill position. So. You know, that's why you see a Nerve Smith come to, to Cincinnati. Cheap deal, cheap money, good tight end. But, again, he's cheap money. They sign him cheap money, and that's what Cincinnati's going to go into now is signing these guys cheap because Burrow, Chase, and Higgins are going to take up more than half the salary cap, I would say. So that's the whole thing is is they got to they gotta find a way to work their team around Chase, Higgins, and Burrow. And Mixon's reworked deal is a part of that. So. I agree. Keep Boyd too. Figure out how to keep Boyd. Boyd. Have those three. Yeah. Have that core of Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Chase Higgins, and Boyd. Like you're going to yeah. be set. You're going to be set for that offense for a long time, no matter what yeah. happens elsewhere. Right. And all the problems yeah. Mixon had in the off season, he right. he needed to rework his deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was an, it was ha- it was a have to situation yeah. for him. Yeah. Yes. Sam, what's your thoughts on on Mixon reworking uh, on reworking his deal? Smart move by him, and to all these guys, you know, all the running backs wanting cash or whatnot. I mean, I I hear you, but at the same time, like this is the era of football you're playing in. Like it, it stinks. I get it, but like that's not where the money's going. And I, it's not like you can't make decent scratch or anything like that. But right. it, it's just where we are. It's just where we are. Derrick Henry is the exception, I feel like, because he is solely the Titans' offense. Uh, yeah, you agree with that? Yes, uh, sixteen million a year, I think, sixteen million this year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if if it works out, I people keep saying, especially Titans fans, that there, there's no decline or whatever else. And I'm telling you, there's a decline. There were runs last year where that's a touchdown and he didn't get it. And there are things, it's just the natural. Nobody has won against Father Time. You know Sam, what I mean? Like, it's just natural. Uh, let's, let's be real, Sam. Like, when your uh-huh. quarterback isn't throwing or isn't completing, you know, yeah. even 50%, 40% of his passes, your running game's going to get useless in the end, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They're just, just you can put eight, eight in the box, good. nine in the box at that point. Like, in time. Yeah. Yeah. Because Willis, cause you know Willis isn't throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, exactly. It, you know, but it's just all part of it, of course, and it'll it'll stick the same go. Hi, Joseph. Uh, but you know, it, it's 
this is his last year, and hopefully he'll make it a good one. And we'll see where he goes from here. It'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting offseason topic, right? Where's Derrick Henry signed for a second contract? I mean, that'll be a fun one, you know, because you yeah. know he's going to get li- wind up somewhere no matter what happens this year. No matter yeah. what, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's, here's my question. <laughs> what running backs in the NFL now are worth 12 to 15 million? CMC? I'd say I'd, I'd even I'd still would throw Saquon in this in this one still. Yeah, and Saquon to your point, Scott. Saquon said like the deal. He does, he's not even trying to reset the market or or try to bake the bread. The you know, yeah. uh, you know, you don't have bake to bake the Brinks truck, Brinks truck up. You know what I mean? Just half of it, maybe. Like he's like, I'm not I'm not trying to reset the market. I don't I'm not trying to. I just want a long term deal and I, you know, give him some. I think just give him some guaranteed money and, and get a, you know, a three-year deal done. Like, why not a three-year deal? Three, four-year? I mean, just think uh, of that. Having a set running back for four years in your system, still very young, still very agile. And yeah. all you got to do is throw in 30 mil, you know, guaranteed or something like that, 40 mil. Uh, yeah. 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 I would pay $8 million, I'd pay $8 million per calf muscle. That, those guys' calves are <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, right? Him, I mean, to me, if, if the if the Giants throw four years, fifty five million with thirty five million guaranteed, I think he signs the deal tomorrow. Oh, I think he, easily he signs it. That's yeah. second, the Giants right? aren't willing to do that. Why? I mean, I understand why the Giants aren't willing to do this. That's because they paid Daniel. They paid Danny Dimes. That's, that's Danny Dimes and, and Darren Waller. They just brought over. Yeah, that, I can see that. But. It's. I mean, they don't have anything else going. They got paid the defense. They paid Dexter Lawrence on the yeah. D line, who had a great year. But I, I agree with you. I, I don't understand. Like, I get running Baxter so, you know, particular. He had a couple freak injury years. It happens, right? But this guy, he was healthy last year. Looked tremendous for this offense. Like, this is a – should be considered a core piece at this point with this, you know, with this team. Okay. Yeah, I agree. We lost Sam. Oh, there he's coming back. He's back. He's back. He's back. He'll come back. So, but yeah, I mean, I, Saquon, I'd still feel falls in that realm of guys you would pay that. Uh, Dalvin, I still believe that too. I think there's plenty left in him because he had so many, you know, the injury problems every year. He never played a full season except for last year. And this is a guy who every year he's on the field, he's very effective. Very right. effective. I think you throw him in the mix. Yeah. Um, Here's a guy that I think is gonna is gonna command high dollars, and it's a guy up here in Foxborough, Ramondre Stevenson. If he keeps on the, on the accelerator, he's on. He's looking at twelve to thirteen million a year. Bill's not gonna pay him that though, right? I don't no, think. No, Bill's, no, Bill's not. Not. I mean, if he's oh, around, right? Like, if Bill's around, because I mean, like we talked about the other day, is that, you know maybe Bill won't be around. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Bill's gonna be around. He's got three more years left on this rookie deal. I don't think Bill's gonna be there for the third year. I think he might be done after right. two. So. You guys, uh, you guys were saying off the show before we switch uh, topics uh, to the NBA real quick. Uh, tr- Trey Lance trade rumors? Question yeah. Mark? So uh, per, I can't remember where this. I can't find where this is per. But on the allfalcons.com, per source, Atlanta Falcons offered a conditional second round pick to the San Francisco 49ers for QB Trey Lance. Uh, so there's that. 49ers expect to continue to field offers. If you look at the uh, odds makers uh, right now, uh, sports on for this, where Trey Lance adds, 
uh, you know, Titans plus 300, Vikings plus 400, Falcons plus 500, Texans 700 still, Ravens 1,000, and Colts 1,200. So, like, I don't think the, I, the Texans and the Falcons are, they got to be out because they just, they got to be out right now. But yeah. it's weird that they're still in the mix. And maybe it's just because the question, you know, still being questionable there. Yeah. I think the Ravens are out too because of Lamar. But maybe yeah. they're looking for a backup. Maybe they're looking for somebody there. So, and why not take a cheap guy like Trey Lance at this point? So, you know, it, I, it, I like they, it for the Falcons. I don't know. Are they quitting on Ritter already, or just maybe? Hey, we're gonna let this two young quarterbacks battle it out. Well, you get well three. That, yeah, that's the thing is, if Atlanta is inquiring about Trey Lance, that speaks volumes on what they think about Desmond Ritter and his future. They don't well, think he has much of a future at all. Isn't uh, uh, what's his face? Hi, 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 Heineke? Or Heineke? Yeah, he's yeah, the Heineke, too. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I that, actually that like Heineke really a whole bad. lot. I mean, he could I fit like in Tennessee Heineke. after this year with Tannehill, you know, probably gone after this year if they don't think Will Levis is gonna is gonna yeah, work I, out. I mean, they just took Will Levis in the second round, so mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't see they, I don't see that either. I Atlanta does make sense, like. You don't really know about Ritter yet, and you know we really don't know about Trey Lance. Like you know, like that's the thing is like we don't we don't know anything about him. Like we've seen minimal stuff. Uh, you know, other people tell you he's the best thing uh, since God walked on water, uh, and then other people will tell you that he's uh, not so good either. But uh, I, I, you know, it's just like Jordan Love. Like when people ask me about Jordan Love, I don't know. I, I don't know if the kid can put ball out or not. As a Packers fan, like. We hope that he b- can ball out. Like, I hope that he can ball out. Do I know? No, I don't know because we haven't seen the kid play a full season. Like, Ask me 365 days and I'll be able to – I'll have a better um, uh, a better assumption. Really probably I, – I, I wouldn't even say halfway through the season I'll have a better because guys can turn it on the second half because it's going to take time uh, it, for a guy who sat out for – you know, he's been behind sitting on yeah. the bench for three years. Trey Lance has played in five games in four years. You guys, you guys forget, like – he sat out that COVID year, so we don't, we we don't even know. We don't know. We don't uh, know what he is. We don't know what he no. is. And, and the last time he played real, meaningful, lengthy football was 2019, which is seems like a long time ago. I, now. I think if I'm the yeah, Niners, and you don't though, you don't want to be like presumptive either, you know. Yeah, if I'm the Niners, we're waiting till the end of the year in the off season. Like I'm going to keep Trey Lance around just because of the QB issues I had last year, and you know, yeah. and you yeah. know, maybe he works out. But if I'm if I'm the Niners, I'm waiting till next year because that pit, that trade capital will go up. Kirk Cousins isn't extended past this year. No, Vikings is going to be looking the destination if they don't get a good draft pick, which they won't because they're too talented on that team. Uh, so, mm-hmm. like, in the you know who knows with Anthony Richardson how that works out. Like, there's going to be plenty of opportunity in this you know, for Trey Lance to you know find be able to find a home, and the Niners get some capital back. Yeah, and for for them to, to come out with the thing that if Sam Donald might stop week one, that that tell again speaks volumes about what the Niners think about Trey Lance right now and his progression in his professional career, which they don't think is, is great at all. And last year when he got hurt, they were three and four when he got hurt last year. So I think San Francisco is, you know, third round, third pick in the draft. I think they're trying to move on from him. But I, I agree with so. you. Not this year. Not this year. I, I, I worked out. Lance probably is the second guy in back yeah. of, of Perth. And at worst, he's cheaper to cut next year, right? So yeah. at worst. 
Minnesota doesn't know how to use Dalvin Cook. Well, yeah, we know that. Well, obviously they don't know how to use him because he ain't on the team no more, David. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, you know. Yeah, but sorry, but I think Minnesota would be a great landing spot for Trey Lance after this year because wow, Kirk Cousins wow. is not going to get excited. I, mean, I, I think, in the I world think too. a veteran. I think they'll go more veteran-ish because of the – they seem like a, almost a win-now type team uh, with, you know – Double J there and a couple other people. So well, they need a defense. The defense is Swiss cheese, basically. Yeah, they're it's gonna awful. have to rebuild it up, rebuild yeah. that defense up. Yeah, I agree. yeah, it's rough. But it's gonna be. I mean, it's it's the highlight of the league right now. You know, Trey Lance. It's destination. Does he stay? Does he not? Training camp starts Monday. Uh, for it, I think I think you know the the it, winning trades that'll tell us a lot about Brock Purdy's health wise, right? Like correct. He, Correct. They're not going to trade him if they think Brock is going to not be ready for week one. Um, and I think he, if he's ready by week one, then they'll probably be like, okay, we can trade him. But if he's not ready, do we want to go with Sam Darnold? Because we've seen him in situations where, you know, two spots now has not, he looked decent at Carolina at times, uh, got banged up last year. But, uh, you know, I, it's just, um, you know, I, I don't think Sam Darnold's the answer either if I'm a 49ers fan. So you just, hope that I think Brock Purdy's healthy. So if he's hundred percent healthy, I think then Trey, that kind of makes Trey expendable. Uh, but I, I a nice, there'd be a decent core there with Atlanta. Cause you got a bunch of young guys that can grow together, right? You got Drake London, Bijan, uh, Kyle Pitts. Like that would be a nice little young offensive core uh, that could grow together. I feel like. But, but I think with San Francisco, they've insulated the quarterback with so much talent around him that it could be Brock Purdy. It could even be Sam Donald for a couple of yeah. games. It could be Trey Lance, Ooh, and they're still going to be successful. Point. So they've, right. they've just insulated – and Kittle too, and don't forget about Kittle. So they've insulated him with so much talent that the quarterback position – I don't – I'm joking when I say this – is basically meaningless in San Francisco because of all the talent hmm. around him. So. Yeah, yeah, that could be true. That's an interesting point. You guys, I will not hear any slander against my fellow ginger and fellow namesake, Sam Darnold. What did Colin Calhoun call him? He's like, you know, Sam Darnold, thick, chunky, coastal kid. And I was like, what? What did you just say? Does anybody else remember that? Or that? Uh-uh. Uh, I he, don't know. He was in love with Sam, like, to the extent where I thought he was going to marry him. Like, it was pretty, it's like. It's like listening to Chris Collinsworth like go on and on about um, Ben Roethlisberger. You know, it's like, well, just marry the dude if you love him. So much. You know? <laughs> That's <sighs> look, look, and look at Sam now. The comment that just went up: Lamar Jackson will never win a Super Bowl in the NFL. No, he won't. Ooh, he's not going to. Yeah, he's not going to. Why is that, Scott? Get the hammer out, Nick. Get the hammer out. Through all his progressions when he's back in the pocket, number one. And number two, when he feels a, a tiny bit of pressure. What's up, Ted? What's up, Ted? I, I think he just he just automatically just takes off. And and I think when he takes off, he takes too many hits and he gets injured too often. You think that'll change with uh change with um the money? With the money and uh, with the um, with Odell there, with a little bit better receiving core, I I think that Odell is past his prime. He's do- he's not done, I, but he yeah. he's on the backside. Yeah, he's not Dave number Flowers one. Right? Is going to take a one. year or two. 
yeah, Zay Flowers is going to take a year or two to, to get into the offense. And they got Rashad Perriman. Or, right, not Rashad Perriman. What's Rashad his name? Bateman. Rashad, Rashad Bateman. Bateman. Yeah, that's it. Well, my likes a lot. And you yeah. got Mark Andrews. So I think what teams are going to do to them oh. this year is just shell coverage Mark Andrews and say, okay, throw it Andrews is so questionable oh. anyways. Yeah. You know? Like he, yeah. he has the spurts where he goes on this run for three or four games, and then he's – where where are you? Where, where'd yeah. you go? Right, exactly. For him to win the MVP, he's a good quarterback. But he just doesn't go through the whole it's, progressions like he should. It, and that's and that's where the problem is with me is that Lamar just – he just wants to run the ball. He wants to run for 11, 1,200 yards, and he doesn't care. He's just going to take all these hits, and that's it. So it, it's, you, it's, you remember you remember 2019 where I had a – I didn't have a great defense, but they freaking – all Vrabel did was clog the middle and double cover the tight end, and he had absolute trouble. And that was his MVP season and everything. And we fully expected to get our ass kicked when we went up to yeah. Baltimore. And David, I was just going to say, no, you're good, uh, Sam. I was just going to say, David, um, you, you know, speed, people lose speed all the time. Father time uh, comes for everybody. So eventually he's going to lose those, uh, you know, lose that speed, you know, ask Mike, yeah. Vick. I know, you know, Mike Vick is very comparable to Lamar. Now Mick Vick obviously didn't play for a year and a half because he went to prison, but he wasn't the same after that because you lose that speed as you get older. Uh, you know, that's just, that's life, you know? So that, that'll happen to Lamar eventually. I want to switch topics for uh, one last topic before we get up out of here. Uh, Scott, do you know Paul Pierce's weed man there in Boston? Because this guy's got to be high. Because he's out here saying, uh, Dame, if Dame goes to Miami, it'll make them worse. They won't even get out of the first round. Paul, I love you, man, but what the hell are you smoking? Because how, is, how does a team go from the NBA Finals to adding Dame Lillard, who averages 30-plus a game, get worse? Look who they That's lost. So, so I'm walking to my fishbowl draft, and, and I, I grew up in the Fenway Park area, in the Boston area. And I'm walking to the fishbowl, and there's a new weed store they just built on Lansdowne Street right outside the ballpark. I think that's where Paul Pierce goes because it depends what they have to give up, okay? That's number one. Maybe Pierce knows what they got to give up to get Lillard. And maybe it's Bam and, and a couple other No, it's people. not. It, they're not trading. It's, it, from, right, from what I've read right now, it's Tyler Hero, three first-round picks, but the Blazers want a fourth pick, but you can't give up four – I don't think the the Heat can give up four first. You can't give no, up four first so rounders. I, I think that's an NBA rule. Yeah, so they they're trying to get uh, add another team in there to get the fourth pick. So it would be Tyler Hero and four first round picks. Uh, yeah, they back. had a whole seg- they had a whole segment on NBA radio when I was driving to the draft yesterday about how it would be stupid for the Celtics to go after now, a whole segment on NBA radio on Sirius how the Celtics. Should not go after a 33-year-old Dame Lillard. Why? Why? You're one piece away from the championship. I can understand if they have to give up their future. Don't do it. But I don't agree with Paul Pierce at all. I think if Miami can get this deal done, you get it done for, for, for a guy like Dame Lillard who you need to get over the top. And, and Dame to me's got the Tina, Dame to me's got that mind the heat mind culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, he does. I'm not saying anything against it, but look look what we saw last year with no depth in Phoenix. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. They put up, you know, 60 yeah, that's points. True. 
but that's different. You got not, no, it's not. It's the same thing. You lost, they're not, yeah. you lost like two or three guys. If you lose Hero, that's four guys off the bench. I, I get what you're saying, but they're not gutting the whole team for to get Dame Lillard. They're giving up the future. Yeah, no, that's the issue. They've for Dame, you can, you, you can go. Those guys, Caleb Martin, and, and uh, I think Martin stayed, didn't he? Strauss is gone. Strauss is, uh, no, Martin, I thought was with the Lakers, wasn't he? Is Gabe right. Vincent the one that went to Gabe the Lakers? Vincent, that's who I was Gabe about. Vincent, yeah. yeah. Vincent's so like, those guys were undrafted free agents. They'll they'll go out and and get um and get a um you know some un- other undrafted free agents. Like we know we nobody knew who those guys were until they came to the Heat and balled out in the playoffs. So yeah, yeah. They'll they'll find they'll find it, those guys. Here's uh, the thing. Uh, You've got to give up your if, to get Lillard. You got to give up your future to win an NBA title this year. If you do not win an NBA title this year or next year, then the trade doesn't do you any good because three years down the line, you know, who knows where Lillard or what Lillard is going to be? Who knows what these guys are going to be? So you're sacrificing your future to win a title this year. If you're comfortable with that, fine. But if if you are going to mortgage and go back to near the bottom when you've been up at the top, I'm not so sure I want to do that, really. So... And to be honest with you, they went through the segment yesterday. Celtics don't if they sign Jalen Brown, which I, I think they're going to, but I'm not sure. Then they have no they they can't go after Dame Lillard. They just have no money to go after him. It would be Miami a bust basically. So yeah, uh, let me ask you this: Would you trade Would you trade Brown for for uh, Lillard, Scott? No, no, I would not. I keep Jalen Brown. So you you keep, you you, you you like the the combination of Brown or Brown Lillard or Brown uh, Tatum and Przingis? Yeah, I do. I, Jalen Brown is seven years younger than, than Dame Lillard. Yeah, I, I, I think he's got more I, basketball I, in him than Dame Lillard does. To be honest with you, so I, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. To me, what does he say? David says. Butler needs help. Yeah, he does. He's needed he help does. the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> the only team that should get future done, everyone else is Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing, right? Is Dame already put it out there that he wants to be yeah, – he, and he's not going to be happy. He's already talked to teams yeah. about that's been interested, you know, yep. and he, it doesn't matter if it's Celtics or not. So if I'm any other team, I mean, if I'm going to get Dame, I'm also not going to get ripped off with four draft picks, so. You know, like I gotta, I gotta be able to be playing it ahead in case it happens. Well, they're tearing that thing down, so they just acquire as many draft picks and do kind of what uh, you know OKC did, right? Like, yeah. you know, uh, you know, yeah. and you just hope that those draft picks uh, hit. Uh, yeah. Let's hey, that hey, let's that, that's the show, uh, right? <laughs> uh, Scott, uh, let's go ahead. We'll get out our parting shots and uh, we'll get up out of here and uh, have a good Sunday, folks. Okay, I got uh, three three bets today that I, that I'm about ready to place after the show. I got the Yankees on the money line. Garrett Cole is pitching today. That's a that's probably a win against Colorado. I got Oakland plus one and a half on the run line today. They're playing Minnesota. They, their Minnesota's pitching is great. The reason why they're hitting right now is because Oakland's pitching staff is so so not so good. And I got the Dodgers on the money line today against the Mets. Um, you know, the Mets yeah. are right in free fall right now. The game was one-to-one late in the game, and they gave up five runs to the Dodgers last night. So 
those three I'm definitely betting. I'm looking at the Cubs because Justin Steele is on the mound today against the Red Sox. Hey, yes, yeah, Scott. We're one and one. Today's the rubber match, baby. You guys yep. took game one. We took game two. Uh, we'll see, you know. And I Cody Bellinger. Where's Cody Bellinger been all year? All of a sudden, he's hitting home runs now for the Cubs. He's been hit. Well, he got hurt. He was hot when he first came in. He got hurt, and now he's back to being hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kudos to our guy, um uh, Jonathan Grisham on Monday, he told us, Tanner, that, hey, Cody's going to be okay for you, Nick. Now that the shift is over, expect him to kind of get back to what he was. So he called that. Uh, I just hope – I hope Jed Hoyer doesn't trade him uh, because I absolutely will hate Jed Hoyer because he, he – I don't – it looks like he could be traded. Stroman could be traded. But you, I feel like Cody could be – needs to be extended. He's a good ball player. He we is. don't have very many of them in Chicago. No, like you got to keep that guy. Yeah, for no doubt. Uh, Tanner, what's your uh, what's your uh, final thoughts here? Uh, I got the Mets no no run for or no first innings. No runs yeah. first innings. So I uh, got that it. today. That's my one big bet today. Uh, but outside of that, uh, they put out a list here, and I can't find it now of the top interior guards from the execs. Uh, and essentially Quentin Nelson's first, but there was two Chiefs on there, uh, Creed Humphrey and Joe Tooney. And then uh, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm sure if we extended the 15, Trey, uh, Trey Smith would be right there. We're in that 13, 15 mark. So kind of cool to see a couple Chiefs out there, offensive line that, you know, hasn't really got a lot of love the last couple of years. So uh, those draft picks in 2020 have uh, have really stepped up in that tra- in that signing with Joe Tooney too. So uh but yeah that's all I really got you know kind of enjoying uh getting another round of weather coming our way so we're excited for that and getting ready for it. So <laughs> hey can I can I plug one thing before you go to Sam? Of course watch Scott. The off- watch wow the off- wow <laughs> it's the Larison family reunion on off the rails tonight. So watch that show. <laughs> Yeah, four o'clock uh, Central Time Zone, uh, five Eastern. Off the real, I was gonna, I was gonna plug the show, Scott. Oh, I, okay. I got, okay. you know, let the host host, Scott. Jeez, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm geez, sorry. Scott. Yeah, we we're he's playing. At Wrigley. We're, we're at Wrigley, uh, Dave. Um, say, sweetheart Sam, that should be your new nickname, Sweetheart Sam. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sweetheart. He's such a sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing stuff with a family, you know, and I think that is important. It could be going to a baseball game. It could be. Um, you know, doing something that you probably dread, but then, like, you end up doing it, and you have a good time. Doing stuff with family is important. The events and everything. I think we hey, should all do it. that. Call your moms, too. Call your dads and moms. Hey, Sam, I mean, I feel, you know, your in-laws got to love you if they're dragging you to a baseball game and, and paying for all right. the beers. Uh, those poor souls either. I feel you should be buying them drinks, you know, uh, letting them uh, marry your, oh, uh, be around I'm, in their families. I'm sure I'll have to, you know, uh, pay up a little bit today, but it it ain't going to be the high price stuff. I'm like, here, have some of this, uh, you know, cores or whatever. It's just hey, here's water, the, you know. here's the drinking fountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> games at twelve. Hey, David. Uh, yeah, this is the brew. Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys going to another game today? You going to another yeah. game? Yeah, yeah. We're going to another one. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Well, maybe Ella Dela Cruz will be pitching today, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, I'm on a sports show. I should know better. I'll drink some mayo in my coffee as soon as we get off there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so hey, uh, my parting shot is, uh, you know, be nice, be kind. Don't uh, don't try to bully people. Be uh, authentic uh, with pe- yourself. Know yourself, um, and uh, 
that's pretty much it. Again, off the rails, Scott. Uh, check us out. Me, Scott Tanner, in the Larison family reunion. Uh, my brothers, uh, Matt and Rock and watch. Papa Larison uh, joining us today. Papa uh, debut. Yeah, Papa Larison's debut. Uh, I can't wait for that. Uh, I'm excited. Um, you know, I'm adopted into the family, the Larison family. So, uh, can't wait. We'll be talking all the football stuff. You know, we'll probably just talk about where D Hop and Dalvin Cook's going to go. So uh, excited, for, excited for that because that's what we do uh, every Sunday. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm excited. Plus, I'll be back tonight, uh, eight o'clock central, talking a little UFC. So, uh, David, I didn't answer your question. Uh, the Cubs are uh, we're third right now. We're about seven back. So that's uh, that's where we're at. Uh, Cardinals will, will be talking, be sellers. We'll talk all that stuff and bit more baseball tomorrow night. Uh, again, on the LTS show, eight o'clock central, uh, PM this time and, uh, nine Eastern with, uh, Jim and John. Uh, we'll talk a little hockey, John, uh, with, uh, Jim and a little baseball with Jonathan. We'll talk about Cardinals selling, baby. Cardinals are sellers. Yeah. So I can't wait. Uh, so check us out. Be a friend, tell a friend, uh, like subscribe, share, Tanner, hit that outro. Folks, have a great Sunday. We'll catch you later. We'll see you guys. One life better pop off.